Hey everyone, Samantha Hildebrandt here. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am a type one diabetic as of February 18th, 2021. And today I want to talk about exercising with type one diabetes. I recently got a message on Instagram from a lovely type one diabetic and she wanted to know everything about exercising with type 1 diabetes. She wanted to know how she can exercise without dropping too low, what time of day is the best for exercising, and you know, everything that you need to know with exercise and type 1 diabetes because it is an extremely complicated thing and it's unfortunate because if you're newly diagnosed, you're used to doing whatever you want with exercise and then when you become diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, you realize, holy crap, it's not as easy as I thought it would be to exercise, especially if you're doing cardio, it makes it super, super challenging. So I wanted to dive deep into what I have learned with exercising with type one diabetes and how I do it and what I've learned over the past three years of living with type one diabetes and exercising pretty much every single day. So let's dive into it. Before I dive into exercise, I did want to point out my glow coast right here. It's actually not working. <laughs> I just noticed that and I was like, hmm, I need to fix that. I'm not sure why not. I might, I might have turned my share off. I don't know if you guys do that too, but my mom has um, access to my uh, Dexcom and she gets alerted at, I think, 45 if I go too low. Well, for some reason, I always like turn off my share if I start going low because I just don't want her to worry, which I know that like defeats the whole purpose, but that might be why it's turned off at the moment. So I need to turn that back on to see where my levels are, but I'm good. I'm at 111 currently, so we're good for now. <laughs> Do you guys have glucose? Because if not, you should look at it and get it because it is amazing. There's nothing better than like, walking through your kitchen and looking and being like oh I'm good because it's green or like you look at it and it's red and you're like oh crap I'm low and I don't even know so there's little things like that that the glucose is great for so this is not sponsored but I do love my glucose so I just wanted to give them a shout out since they're since they're in the video but anyway let's dive into exercising so when I was first diagnosed it was a huge huge challenge for me to figure out exercise I exercise every single day. And so, oh gosh, I just remember being so upset when I was first diagnosed because I had no idea what I was doing. I would try to exercise and I would drop low every single time. And it took me a while to figure out what the heck was going on and how I was able to exercise with type one diabetes. And so one thing I think that is really important it is not necessarily crucial. Like you don't have to do this, but I do think it makes a huge difference when you have type one diabetes is to exercise in the morning. And the reason I say that is because if you have insulin on board and if you have insulin in your system, and that's what I mean when I say on board, if you have insulin in your system from food insulin, I guess I should say fast acting insulin, it will really kick in if you're exercising, especially cardio. So before I was diagnosed, I had no idea that was the case. And I would take insulin, I would maybe eat something. And then an hour later, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. And I would, I realized that, wow, that's actually not going to work. 
you know, it's quite challenging if you've taken insulin recently. And so I now, well, I kind of always have done this, but I work out in the morning. And so I work out at 5am before I take any insulin at all. And just as a reminder, I am on MDI. So I am on pen. So I have not taken my long lasting insulin or short acting since the night before. So it's usually like eight to 10 hours that I have not had any insulin, which is a lifesaver when it comes to exercise. So that is my first tip is really just exercise in the morning before you've had any insulin. Some people do like to eat something before they work out. So of course you're gonna have to take insulin depending on what you're eating. So if you're eating a massive breakfast, you're gonna have to take insulin. But if you want to raise your blood sugar a little bit before you exercise, you don't necessarily have to take insulin. So if you wanna eat a granola bar that has 15 grams of sugar, you have to make that you have to make that choice if you wanna take insulin or not for that granola bar because you know you're going to go work out. So you have to say, okay, like, is that too much sugar? Will I go too high if I eat that? Like. Will it be able to come down? And a lot of it is just trial and error when you're first diagnosed. I mean, you really just have to mess around and figure out what works and what's what doesn't work. I personally don't like to eat before I work out. So I just go work out. I, I'm a weird one. And I literally wake up with like a lot of energy and I just go work out. Some people do need food. Oh, it's working again. Sorry, it's green now. <laughs> they must have heard me or something weird. But anyway, yeah. So you're going to want to figure out what works best for you. For me, I just work out because I don't want to have to worry about it. You know, I just want to do my workout and not worry about type one diabetes. And so I do my runs in the morning. I do my lifts, spikes, everything pretty much in the morning. The only thing I do in the afternoon usually is walk, which still is cardio, which still will drop your blood sugars, which walking is great if your blood sugars are high. So you can always take a little bit of insulin if your blood sugars are high and go for a walk and they will come down. Walking is like, it's just like the trick. Just go for a walk if your blood sugar is high, it will come down. You may need a little bit of insulin, of course, to help it come down, um, but maybe not, kind of just depending on where, where you're at and where your blood sugars are at. But you also have to take into account if you just took insulin and then want to go for a walk. That happens to me a lot too, where I, I took insulin for some reason, and then I have to go walk to dinner or walk to something, to an event. And then I'm like, oh crap. I just took insulin like 30 minutes ago. And that's a challenge, even if you're eating sometimes. So even if you took insulin for dinner, you ate, and then you walk home from dinner, for example, at least for me, my blood sugar sometimes drops. It kind of just depends on how much I took, but sometimes my blood sugar drops after that. So you really have to plan it out. And it's really frustrating when you're first diagnosed because you've never planned out any of this before. And now you have to plan out your insulin and meals and exercise, which is extremely frustrating. But if you know that you're you're gonna have to walk two miles home from dinner, maybe take one unit less of insulin at dinner for that exercise. So maybe your you know your ratio is one to fifteen. So one unit of insulin for fifteen carbs. You're eating forty five grams of carbs. So typically you would take three units of insulin. Well. If you know you're going to walk two miles home, maybe only take two units of insulin and see how that works out for you. Or take the three, see what happens. But I would probably recommend to only take two units if you're walking that far. If you're only walking like a short amount home, it might not make a difference. So it's just all about trial and error. 
The other thing you have to take into account is, like I mentioned earlier, exercise is great for lowering blood sugar. So if you eat dinner two hours later, the food starts to kick in, your blood sugar starts to go up. Now is the time to go for a walk, okay? Because that will totally help it level out, right? It's not going to do that huge spike. It will, it will start to, and then you start to walk and, and your blood sugars will thank you for that. And it will start to curve, hopefully. Obviously, every day is different. Every person is different. Every food is different. <laughs> ah, the joy of being a type 1 diabetic. We never really know what's going on. But it is important to test these things out and, and try to figure out your blood sugars. For an example, I actually ran the New York City Marathon back in 2022. And oh my gosh, I like planning all of that out was so frustrating because you do not start running in the New York City Marathon until I didn't start running until 11 a.m. And I did not want to take insulin in the morning for food because I knew that I would drop. So I was eating like lunch meat, things that I knew wouldn't like directly spike my blood sugar. I was trying to just eat those things before the race because I knew I couldn't take insulin. The other thing that was super frustrating is during that race, my blood sugar was like going up to 250 because of the adrenaline before the race. But once again, in my head, I was like, I can't take insulin because I'll do that. And then I'm going to start running and I'll drop and it will be way worse of a situation. So I didn't take any insulin and I was at 250 for, I don't know, like four hours. It was terrible. And I was so stressed about it, but I knew that if I took insulin, it would just be a disaster. And then when I started running, I think it was like mile seven, my blood sugar started to go back down and it went down fast, even without taking any insulin. So it's just like what you have to think about as a type one diabetic. And I'm sorry that you have to think about that. It's extremely annoying that we have to think about this, but we do. And if we plan it out a little bit, it will help overall. Like you're, you're going to be less frustrated when you're working out because there's nothing more frustrating than wanting to go for a run. You get to mile two out of five and your blood sugar drops to 50 and then you have to stop working out. There's nothing worse than that. So definitely want to plan. So tip number one, make sure to work out in the morning if you can. If not, it's okay, but it does make the whole process easier. Secondly, you are going to want to carry sugar with you on all of your workouts. So depending on what you do, always carry sugar. No matter what you're doing, where you are, what workout you're doing, like you need to be carrying sugar especially if you're doing cardio. So every time I go for a run, I take the little tubes of glucose tablets. Every time I go for a walk, I also carry glucose tablets. Sometimes I carry gummies. And so you always need to do that. If you're doing a cardio exercise that's a very long time, like a few hours, you're going to have to carry multiple things of sugar. So make sure to always carry extra than what you would think you would maybe need because you just always want to be prepared, especially if you're in a location where you can't get any sugar. You definitely want to be carrying sugar with you at all times during exercises. The other thing I want to mention is lifting. So lifting is actually interesting, and I know it's different for every person, but usually lifting or doing anything with like a lot of weight can rise your blood sugar. So it's kind of frustrating because you're like, okay, well, what exercise am I doing? What is it going to do with my blood sugars? Well, when I weight lift, my blood sugars actually go up, not by a ton, but they do go up maybe 10, 20 points. 
if I'm running, biking, or walking, it will go down. So you have to take that into account as well. And you have to think, okay, like, what am I doing? What workout am I going to be doing? Where are my levels at now? Do I need to take any insulin? Will they rise? Will they fall? Really, what's the situation here when you're when you're trying to exercise with type 1 diabetes? So I wanted to give you all this information, not to scare you, but more to give you, a, you know, an extra tool in your tool bag. So I hope that this information helped. And I appreciate the wonderful lady that reached out to me and asked me these questions because I know it is extremely frustrating and annoying. And I don't know, it just, it sucks when, you know, you go from exercising and doing it however you want, whenever you want, not having to worry to really adding in a huge stressor to working out and it's just frustrating. But I do want to remind you that like exercise is great for diabetes. It's amazing. It does lower your blood sugar overall. It keeps it in range overall. And so if anything, you definitely need to be working out. You definitely need to be exercising at least 30 minutes a day, I would say. And it doesn't need to be anything crazy. It can be a simple walk around the block or a walk around the neighborhood. And that will do wonders for your blood sugars, like wonders. I actually have an interesting fact here. So I was running a ton, right? I ran the New York City Marathon. I was running a lot. Well, my blood sugars were never better when I was running. And then recently, I actually took a break from running. I was kind of getting burnt out from it. So I was like, okay, you know what? For a couple of weeks, I'm just going to stop running and I'll bike instead. So I've been biking and my blood sugars have actually been kind of all over the place. I've had some insulin resistance happening and I truly believe it's because I haven't been running. My body was so used to having all of that cardio and yes, biking is cardio, but it's a different type of cardio. And I think my body was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And so my blood sugars have been like a little bit higher during those weeks that I wasn't running. So exercise is wonderful for blood sugar. So definitely don't let you know, insulin and the fact that we have to manage our blood sugar scare you from working out because you totally should still work out. It's just, you need to know how to best plan for it. And you need to, you need to plan for it. So you can, so nothing bad happens. So you don't go too low without sugar or whatever the case may be. You just want to put yourself in the best scenario possible while working out. So work out in the morning, take sugar with you and really just prepare as much as you possibly can. So that those are my tips for exercising with type 1 diabetes. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. Hey guys, just wanted to give you a quick reminder that I am taking December off. So you will not get any videos or anything the month of December. I want to spend time with my family for the holidays you should too, but we will be back up and running in January of 2024. So stay tuned for that. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season.